Hey, what's up, bar listeners? Before we get into this episode, want to let you know that today's show is brought to you by AGTV. That's right. The people that made the American Gospel documentary has come up with a streaming service app that's pretty much like Netflix for solid biblical content. Go to watch AGTV. Use the code BAR, the number one, to get 10% off the monthly rate. AGTV is so awesome. They also have our very own Just Thinking podcast on there. So you want to make sure you go to watchagtv.com. Use the code BAR, the number one, for 10% off. Make your plans now to join us for the G3 National Conference, September 30th through October 2nd, as we'll gather for Christian fellowship and the worship of God through song and the preached word. Our theme for the 2021 conference will be centered on biblical Christology. You can find registration details at g3men.org. Get 15% off by mentioning code G3BAR. That's G3BAR. the bar come on and pull up a seat and open up your bible what a wonderful feast the living bread and we're discussing what it means for the streets the inner cities and the burbs and every person we meet this is where we tell us worldviews that we hear from world news in light of the scripture we are here to serve you we're your source for resources to help you on your way as you battle mean forces this is for the people who can see the importance of sound theology and the scripture that support it and this is for the truth lovers biblically reforming preaching christ to the nations yeah welcome to the the Reformation, yeah. The bar, biblical and reformed. Welcome everybody to the bar. It's your boy Dwayne in the building. Right back in here, another Tuesday. Super excited as I am always to be coming through your speakers, through your earbuds, your Alexa, wherever you listen to the bar. We are grateful that you are listening. And like I do every week, I bring in an awesome guest and none other than uh, a guest from Ligonier. You guys know how much I love Ligonier Ministries and um, had as many members of staff that would come on. Uh, JD was supposed to come on and he uh, kind of pushed it over to this guy. And I appreciate this guy taking time out of his busy schedule to come on the show. But the guy that I'm referring to is none other than Mr. Tyler. How are you doing today, sir? Doing fine, Dwayne. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, man. Like I said, JD kind of passed the buck. I was talking to him, and you know, I was going to get him on, and and he, he we waited in that long line to talk to you, and and uh, he's like, "Hey, you should have Tyler on your show." So that's how you're here. Not saying you wasn't a first choice. I just didn't know you. So introduce yourself to me as well as my listeners. Tell them a little bit about yourself. You got the floor to do that right here. Okay. Sure. Sure. Yeah. Um, Maybe I can talk about, uh, start with what I do at Ligonier in particular, give you a sense of my role here. And uh, JD is my boss. And so I, I get a lot of things from him. This is the first, though, to get a radio interview uh, from him. But uh, no, it's great. I really enjoy working for him and uh, with him and, and uh, everybody else here. It's a great team and, and uh, honored to be on your show. My, my role is a little more behind the scenes, uh, but uh, 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 still, um, I guess uh, you could say, an essential part of the team, as every role here is. Um, the, uh, the title I have is Manager of Digital Content, and 
the the way I try to describe that is it has a, a variety of responsibilities. So uh, one of them is uh, the organization of Ligonier's teaching content in digital form. We have, you know, for 50 years almost, Ligonier has mm-hmm. been uh, creating uh, magazines and video teaching series, audio uh, teaching, and um, and we have that, and we still have it in all the physical forms in our books. Um, but we also have digital formats of those things. And of course, we've all, uh, I guess you and I, and some of the other young, younger listeners on your show, maybe not remember the day when we were putting in VHS tapes and maybe even DVDs, because <laughs> uh, the world's changed so much, you know? Mm-hmm. But uh, so we have now new fronts, you could say, uh, of digital content, ways to distribute media, through podcasts, right? Right now, you're listening to one. Um, right. But also through uh, streaming video on YouTube or Amazon Prime and um, uh, other uh, ebook readers and Apple Books and Kindle and all these new uh, areas. But we need to keep that stuff organized. We need to also get the content ready for those formats. So you have to create an ebook file. You have to create an MP4 video file and make sure it conforms to all the specifications of those platforms. And, need to make sure it has all the right metadata, which is just data about data. So author and topic and scripture reference, a description, those kinds of things, the real geeky stuff. So that's mm-hmm. the kind of stuff I'm into here. And uh, I, I love it. It's great. And uh, so that's one aspect of my job. Another is managing the tools that we use and the, and the systems that we use to handle that content. So an internal library, digital library system that we use, um, even finding uh, a podcast provider, yeah, one mm-hmm. that'll help us get on all the major platforms. I'm sure you uh, uh, deal with this, but uh, something that can help us syndicate to multiple uh, places at once, even some of these new ones coming out like Spotify and mm-hmm. Pandora has now started doing uh, podcasts and we want to be there. Uh, so we're trying to find systems and tools that enable us to do that uh, most efficiently. Um, and also the, the best stewardship of, uh, you know, our donors funds and it can reach the most people. So we just want to mm-hmm. just kind of evaluating the digital terrain and, 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 uh, seeing what tools and services are out there to try and get our content out there. And then the last thing would be managing some of those platforms and channels directly. And so we have some of our own digital platforms that we, uh, provide for people. We have the Ligonier app. I believe uh, Dr. Nichols in a previous interview with you talked about. Um, mm-hmm. But so we we work we have a developer who helps us with that, but we control that environment. It's our app, and uh, we have that on, on mobile devices. We have it on uh, Apple TV and Roku now. Um, we also have Ligonier Connect, which is our online uh, courses app. And so we have almost a hundred courses in there, and uh, for a subscription of. Uh, as low as nine dollars a month, you can have unlimited access to all of Ligonier's teaching series uh, that are have been joined with the study guide material in an entirely digital environment. You can invite other people to join you there and take classes together online, which is really cool. Um, but that's something else we we service. It's a digital out, uh, outlet a platform that that I help manage, and then RefNet, which is our twenty four seven internet radio app. And so mm. those are some of the channels. We control, and I, I help with managing aspects of those channels. Um, and then there are other channels. I've already mentioned some of them that are uh, outside of our 
kind of we don't own the platform, but we put content on there like mm-hmm. YouTube, uh, Amazon Prime Video. We have a number of series on there. Uh, Uversion Bible app. We have some reading plans in there. And then, of course, platforms like uh, Apple Podcasts, which is probably what a lot of your listeners are listening to, you know, getting content onto those onto those platforms. So there, that's a mouthful. Uh, that's <laughs> my best way of uh, summarizing what I do here. Uh, any Sounds like a lot. <laughs> no, that that was that was very clear, very good summary um, of, of what you do. Sound like. Uh, you got your hands in a lot, which is cool. That's one thing I love about Ligonier is the, like you said, you're you're available almost everywhere, um, and which is you know very important in this time and age where everything is like it says digital. Um, and you know one thing that I always love about Ligonier, it seems like you know Doctor Spro had a vision, you know, way back when with the whole recording of the sessions and you know VHS and all of that which I think, you know, was a little ahead of its time, man. What What is your take on that? Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, there's, a, there's a story internally. I'm not sure I'll get it 100% right, but uh, Nathan could correct me or somebody else. But um, that uh, back in the day when we started doing these video recordings, um, a lot of churches didn't have VHS players to play them. Mm-hmm. Uh, they were a really new technology. Uh, but I think it was the first real in-home technology for uh, on-demand video playback. And uh, so Ligonier was creating these video series. And I'm like, well, nobody's been able to use them because they don't have players. And so mm. Ligonier uh, developed a plan to actually uh, deliver or give, maybe even with it, I forget if it was for sale or just part of the package. But if you bought it, maybe a certain number of series, uh, Ligonier would give you a VHS player. And so wow. uh, even back, back then, it was Ligonier was helping to equip the church to utilize the resources that uh, we were creating. So. Wow. Yeah, no, that's, that's yeah. legit, man. And, and, and I like the way, you know, that was innovative, you know, then, and, and, you know, I even mentioned this to Nathan about, you know, how you guys continue to, uh, to, to, to be moving with, with the, uh, the rapid pace, which is significant because, you know, um, uh, when you, a lot of people think about Ligonier and, you know, you think about, older crowd um and so what my expose is a younger crowd to to ligonier and i think the fact that you guys are in all those places is really cool man so um as far as uh just you know uh, uh i like to hear the story to how you got to ligonier you know everybody's is a little different um and i know ligonier is not the promised land y'all I'm, I'm not saying that i'm just saying you know, I really admire the ministry. What was the story on how you actually started working there? Like, how did, how did you get there? Sure. Yeah. Thanks for asking. I was, um, at the time, living in Minneapolis, Minnesota. I grew up in South Carolina. I'm a Carolina boy like yourself. Although I, I think yes, sir. I married into South Carolina. Um, but, uh, yes, so I grew up a Clemson graduate and uh, ended up going, was uh, saved through uh, a college ministry there and uh, went on to seminary and um, that ended up taking me to a couple I was at one seminary and ended up transferring to Minneapolis to study at Bethlehem Seminary. At the time it was just an apprenticeship but uh, eventually it turned into a full seminary and I was able to graduate from there and in my time uh, studying there at Bethlehem I uh, got part-time work uh, with Desiring God Ministries which is John Piper's 
mm-hmm. uh, content ministry and some of that, I'm sure. And um, so great privilege to serve there for a number of years. And through my uh, work with Desiring God, uh, we there were a couple conferences that I came down to uh, with Ligonier. So we had we were exhibiting uh, a couple of those. And Ligonier, of course, we would see them at our conferences as well up in Minneapolis. And so I got to know um, some of the staff. And uh, there came a time I was looking for another job and, uh, and Ligonier um, let me know about some job descriptions they were looking to fill. And uh, there, was a, there was a fit. And um, it's funny, we, uh, so coming down from Minnesota, so we had a little bit of a kind of a visit to, to Florida to see, you know, kind of feel it out. My wife, she, she had never lived outside of Minnesota. We'd been mm-hmm. married about two years at the time. And uh, we weren't thinking at all that we would move out of uh, the Twin Cities or mm-hmm. especially not Florida. <laughs> and, uh, but in God's Providence, uh, the day we were, we were set to leave to come down to, to, to Ligonier to get to know the ministry better, um, there was a big blizzard, essentially. So we had to shovel our <laughs> way out. And uh, we came down to Orlando in early March, which is the best time of year to be here, basically. Mm-hmm. And it was absolutely gorgeous, palm trees and everything. And we even got like a little sunburn and we were just so glad we were burnt. Just like the sun, you know, we were just so like... Right, right. We were about to say that, but it was like... Um, and uh, and then uh, just wonderful people here, very nice people, and just really impressed with the ministry, um, just getting to know it better. And uh, and then we flew back to Minnesota and it, there'd just been another snowstorm. We had to shovel our way back into the driveway. Mm. And so... We just really were praying, Lord, help us not to make a decision just for the weather. But, uh, 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 that was about five years ago. Uh, and then, uh, and praise the Lord, it's been a wonderful experience uh, coming down here and, and serving here and uh, being under uh, Dr. Sproul uh, as a as the chairman of the board for a time and then as our pastor at St. Andrew's Chapel for several mm-hmm. years. And uh, we certainly miss him, but we're grateful for that, that season to be able to, to learn under him uh, and, and work under him directly. Nice. Nice. Yeah, that, that's that's pretty cool. So that was five years ago. So here's a, mm-hmm. a random question. Uh, well, not random, but it just made me think. Were you at Desiring God the same time my buddy uh, Phil Holmes was there? I wasn't. No, he came okay. uh, a little after me. Yeah. Okay. I remember oh, when, sure. when he transitioned there, him and his wife. Um, before they went to uh, RTS, I remember he was there for a stint. Didn't know if y'all were there at the same time. That's my, that's my homeboy, yeah. Mister 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 Holmes. Very very smart guy. Um, so tell me a little bit about uh what you see um in your seat as far as what's coming. Um, you know, I, I don't recommend it to a lot of people, but you know, I, I listen to guys like uh, Gary Vaynerchuk and. You know, guys that, you know, talk about video platform. I mean, just platforms in general and social media and all of that, which you guys are on top of. And he said everything is going to voice. So I know you guys are on Alexa and I, I love that. What What are some mm-hmm. of the things that you see, you know, going forward that, uh, you know, that that might be happening on, you know, as far as ways you can get the word out there? Yeah, it's a great question. And one thing I didn't mention uh, earlier when I was describing my position is that there was one time at a staff meeting that uh, Chris Larson said he thinks I should be wearing a uh, a white lab coat as like I'm a mm. mad scientist here because uh, <laughs> one of uh, a little uh, 
Uh, I know I'm mad uh, as far as how scientific I am is another something else to determine. <laughs> but um, one of the things, the fun parts of my job, it's, I do I do enjoy all of it. Uh, but uh, there's one particular aspect that's pretty fun is that um, I'm a little bit of an R&D. I have a little bit of an R&D component to my job where I will mm. a new platform will come out or a new device and mm-hmm. uh, I get it and look into ways we can utilize it for mm-hmm. the ministry and for making our content available to people. And so, yeah, you're right. A couple of years ago when Alexa came out, um, we were paying attention to, to what kind of services she would allow. And because um, initially some of these, you know, these services are pretty, uh, not very sophisticated. So our rest right. station, for example, it wasn't allowed to be on, ref, on Alexa because some limitations of the, of the software, but they mm-hmm. opened that up and, and we were, uh, able to get on there pretty soon after it, it, it got big, um, maybe even a little before. Um, uh, the Apple TV, when that came out, we had a, a developer version of the, the hardware and were able to get on there pretty quickly through the help of our developer. And, um, yeah, and so, yeah, it's, it's fun. We get to experiment other things. We have some uh, e-books that are read-aloud e-books. So if you mm-hmm. open up, these are the kids' the kids book by, kids books by Dr. Sproul. If you get them on, uh, if you buy them on Ligonier, org the, the EPUB version, or if you get into Apple Books, uh, you can press play, and Dr. Scroll will read the, the ebook to you, and wow. it'll highlight the words as he's reading. And so that's a newer development with, with ebook technology. And, uh, and so I get to play with all these things. And uh, one, one thing um, you've talked about, I believe, um, maybe, maybe Nathan mentioned it in the previous episode, but um, you know, Ash Ligonier, our, our chat mm-hmm, service. Mm-hmm. And this is getting to where you, to your question about what are where do we see the future? Where are things going? And uh, of course, uh, it's in all the news more and more. Um, you know, uh, artificial intelligence, machine learning, um, right. bots, uh, and and that's going to revolutionize a lot of our lives. And I think you know there are a lot of futurists who are have different uh, you know ideas of what that will look like. Um, so, you know, we're not trying to predict too far ahead, but we're trying mm-hmm. to at least keep our finger on the pulse of how these things are being used. Uh, and uh, and so we see some opportunities to try and utilize those things and, and largely to help people find resources uh, that we have developed. You know, the great thing about working at Ligonier uh, is our content never really gets old. Exactly. It's, it's, it's timeless. Yeah. And so the, the formats will change, and you can tell a video is old when R.C. is wearing a turtleneck and, and dark, <laughs> uh, you know, dark glasses or whatever. But, um, you know, so audio actually lasts a bit longer than video. And, uh, and then text, of course, uh, that's, that's the Bible is in text. That lasts for thousands of years. Right. Um, and so we're thinking through ways, you know, some resources we have are just uh, text, and maybe we can turn them into audio, or maybe some resources we have are, our video, but we can create audio versions to put in new places where video can't go. Um, there are, um, so we're always thinking about those kinds of things. But I do think with bots, that's that's an area where we're 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 looking into that, um, keeping our fingers on uh, kind of the pulse there, and, and trying to discern the best way to do that. And you know, our technology is fun, it's new, it's exciting, but. Uh, it's also we're also trying to do a very old thing, which is just to teach mm-hmm. people or help people learn. And there, are, technologies can improve and, and and do things more quickly or more flashy or 
know, conveniently, but it's still the same old uh, process of hearing the word of God. And, uh, and that's our, our goal is to try and help people do that uh, in the places that they hear things, where they're listening, where they're reading, where they're watching. We want to be there and uh, want to be ready at hand to answer a theological question, which is, um, and people go to Google now a lot for a lot of their questions. And uh, we want to show up there. And mm-hmm. we want to, if someone wants to chat with us, we want to be able to provide a live theological answer uh, to their right. questions about the Bible or, or theology. So, right. No, that's, that's where we're going to see some development. Yeah. Cool, man. And that's that's really, really awesome and helpful because, um, uh, yeah, me and Nathan did talk about the Ask uh, Ligonier. And, yeah, I think it's one of the coolest things you guys got right now um, and, and definitely helpful. Um, right here, we're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back. Truth and Fire, the podcast is brought to you by TruthandFire.com, where we explore faith and pop culture from a witty Christian perspective. Each episode, we pick up where our blog content leaves off. We answer some of your most pressing questions, respond to reader feedback, and address our critics where warranted and appropriate. So head on over to truthandfire.com forward slash the podcast and subscribe on the podcast app of your choice. Oh, and I'm your host. All right, we're back in here with my man, Tyler. Uh, I knew that about you. I knew you were from South Carolina. I did my did my due diligence, you know, just can't have anybody on here, even though you passed the Ligonier code of standards, which is high. You still, you know, I had to check you out a little bit. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, man. But yeah, I appreciate you taking time man, coming on the show, talking to us about. See, I don't know. I don't know how many of my listeners are going to enjoy this, but I am loving this because, you know, this is the arena I'm in, you know, it's podcasting and trying to figure out how to, you know, uh, put my content out there um and and Ligonier, uh you know like i said they're kind of in the forefront i want to before i get into the signature three questions um i want to bring up something you brought you you said in in the last the last question i asked you you talked about how the content is timeless and so that the, that is so significant because i came out of the charismatic movement where you know, these they would preach series or skip around or, you know, they'll have a sermon series about Avatar, you know, you know what I mean? Like it would be so topical. But when you have expository preaching where you preach it straight from the scriptures and, you know, the, even though you guys, you know, I know you guys put it in like topics and grouping, the teaching is still relevant. Like it reminds me of uh, I was listening to uh uh, 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 Dr. MacArthur, and he was talking about false teachers, and he preached that sermon, whatever, in like the seventies. But it was so relevant, I almost felt like I heard him say Joe Lowstein. You know what I mean? Like it was just because because the content, you know, it don't the, the scriptures don't change, man. And so I think that you know, I, I don't know if my listeners caught that, man, but I that that is that is awesome that you, you guys have that source at Ligonier and. And able to, like you said, produce it. You know, I was watching those YouTube videos when I was coming out of the movement. I was, you know, sitting in my living room, you know, listening to Dr. Sproul like I was, you know, sitting in the audience, which I was so jealous. Like I always wanted to sit in the audience while he talked, man. I never got that privilege. But, yeah, that I just wanted to kind of reiterate that, man. So to get into the three signature bar questions, these are three questions I ask all of my guests. Um, and you listen to the show, so you know what the three signature bar questions are. And I'm going to go ahead and roll off with number one. 
what kind of music do you listen to? <laughs> you know, uh, it's quite eclectic, and that's a great question because uh, I don't feel like I have a quick answer for it. Um, awesome. So, yeah, um, let's say uh, people are going to judge me on this, but I've recently found a new appreciation for Weird Al Yankovic. Uh, oh. I hope I didn't get this, don't get fired by this, but <laughs> he has a lot of musical styles, so, so you can get a sense of the styles. But uh, he's got a very clever uh, wit, and so that's just been mm-hmm. entertaining. I don't listen to him consecutively; like it's like, hey, I want to play a Weird Al song. Because uh, anyway, that's that's <laughs> I'm in hot water now. I think for saying that. No, man, you're safe. Uh, this is this is safe ground, man. Every, everybody loves me at Ligon there right now. So yeah, you're safe. You're safe. <laughs> now, I'll say this. I'll say this too, dude. I, I do say this to my wife sometimes. I think I think British. I like British music. Uh, like pop uh, more than others. Like some, I, I like Coldplay a lot. Uh, yeah. Mumford and Sons, U2. Mm-hmm. Uh, those have been some some folks I've really enjoyed over the years. So that's maybe a more uh, less embarrassing answer to your question. <laughs> legit, legit. Okay, all right, we'll take it. All right, next signature bar question is: What book or books are you currently reading? Yeah, that's a great question. Um, so I just finished the book called Them by Ben Sass. Uh, he's a historian. He's also currently holds political office in Nebraska, uh, but really enjoyed that book. I actually listened to the audio book first, and then I bought the physical book and reread it uh, more slowly. Um, and just talks about the what's going on in the culture. Just a lot of, um, you know, a lot of, you see this on social media, and people talk about social media as if that's the problem, Facebook and Twitter and such. But it's really mm-hmm. this, uh, that's really the manifestation of a problem where there's a lot of uh, kind of a, a community has really diminished in our country. And a lot of people are, are lonely and social media is uh, kind of a, a proxy for expressing that and for trying to find community. Mm-hmm. And uh, he has, I find he's just a, a wholesome reader, uh, a writer, and uh, uh, helps me just think through kind of the world I'm living in. And uh, I know he has uh, expressed appreciation for Dr. Scroll in the past. And so I, I feel like he's someone who shares a worldview I do in thinking mm-hmm. through some of these these things. So it's kind of like a civics type of uh, reading. Uh, and he's not, he, he intentionally doesn't try to be uh, political in it. And uh, you can see on the endorsements from uh, uh, some other people who would not align with him politically who express appreciation for that book. And so I, I enjoyed that book. And then, um, I'm currently going through uh, very slowly, but uh, reading Moby Dick, actually. Uh, nice. The old classic. Yeah, I actually listened. So the reason I did that was because, um, I don't know if you're familiar with the podcast Ligonier does. Dr. Nichols does, actually, mm-hmm. uh, called Open Book. Yep. And, yeah, on that on that podcast, Dr. Sproul uh, shares about his appreciation for Moby Dick. Mm-hmm. And uh, I listened to that and was like, I, I need to read that book. Um, and I know that he has long appreciated that book and there's even a big painting uh, right in the office in yeah in the office that's right that uh, uh of of the whale and uh and so it's that's been enjoyable that's a slow read um at night and uh and after have a dictionary when i read it because a lot of these nautical terms and <laughs> 19th century terms uh mm-hmm. i have to i have to get some help on that but that's that's been fun and it feels like it's helping me in some ways get to know dr school a little bit better i guess Right. Cool, man. 
All right. Last signature bar question, which is going to be an interesting one. What podcasts or sermons do you listen to? Yeah. Well, you've been listening to the bar and, uh, um, and I do listen to renewing your mind, uh, our own podcast. I know I'm kind of, uh, staying in house a little bit there. Um, I've been more into audiobooks uh, lately. So if I'm looking for a sermon, I'll usually queue up renewing your mind or I'll turn on RefNet. Which mm. the nice thing about about RefNet is I don't have to um, kind of just think about what I'm going to listen to because there's right. so many good sources out there, and I just want to. I just I, I'm maybe I'm at the uh, kitchen sink washing dishes, and then I'm going to be there for a little bit, and because uh, we usually let them pile up, I guess. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and then so I, I have Alexa there, and I just I say start RefNet and. Uh, and she'll just play whatever's on. So that can be Alistair Begg from Proofs for Life or Dr. MacArthur, the Grace to You show. And, you know, oftentimes it's, it's Dr. Sproul or one of our other teaching fellows uh, from Ligonier teaching as well. And so that's, I enjoy that because I don't have to to, um, to think too much. And I know it's going to be relevant content um, and partly because it's in part because so much of it's timeless. Uh, exactly. And that it's also going to be trustworthy too. So that, um that's good too. I do. I still enjoy, of course, uh, John Piper's sermons. Uh, significant influence on my life. I greatly appreciate that man. So, uh, but like I said, that's uh, if I'm if I'm doing uh, kind of a, if I'm mowing the lawn, um, I I put in my little AirPods and uh, I'm listening to audiobooks these days. Gotcha. So, gotcha. Cool, man. Yeah. Well, that's the end of the show. <laughs> <laughs> but I appreciate you coming on, Ty. I know you, you, all that stuff you named, I know it keeps you super, super busy. And I just want to thank you, uh, and, and, you know, uh, let JD know that you did a good job and, you know, and, and he's going to forget about the weird Al comment, whatever, but, you know, we're going to move yeah. past that. But anyway, um, uh, again, thank you, man, for coming on and, um, and, and definitely appreciate the hard work that you're putting in. And, and it's good to put a, a name and face with, the behind the scenes stuff, man. I, I really appreciate the connection and, and uh, hopefully we can continue that um, to the listeners. Make sure you guys tune into the bar every Tuesday, your favorite podcast. Make sure you listen to everything we got going on the bar network Monday, past the discussion Tuesday, the bar, of course, Wednesday, just thinking Thursday bars, Friday, uh, truth and fire and Mario Esco live. So make sure you holler at all my folks, check them all out. Subscribe, go to the bar pick you up a hat a beanie a polo we got everything with logos on it let us know what you need and we got you till next time you guys god bless and we are out
What's up, bar listeners? It's finally here, the bar exclusive content. Yes, that's right. You can sign up to receive exclusive content as low as $2 a week or $5 a month, $50 for the year to get exclusive content. What is the exclusive content? I'm glad you asked. The exclusive content is additional information from my guests, extra time with them in like the green moon setting, laid back, them asking me questions, I ask them questions, and also the Facebook group. You get an invitation to the Facebook group where we will have discount codes for the bar gear and many many more make sure you sign up the links in the show notes join the vip inside the bar group and we'll see you there